learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning. Albert Einstein. This is Simple Joe for Tuesday, May 3rd, 2022. Albert Einstein was a genius in all sorts of ways. Uh, I just love his very profound quotes. He's got a handful of them that I just, I really appreciate it. Appreciate them, including this one. Learn from yesterday, live for today. Now it says learn from yesterday. I think the, the cool thing is, is not to live in yesterday, not to dwell in yesterday, right? Live for today. Hope for tomorrow, right? Tomorrow offers a new day. A clean slate, a fresh piece of paper, a new, a new way, a new start. But we can't live in tomorrow. We have to live for today, and never stop questioning uh, everything in life. Right? Everything that we think is true, it's okay to question it because if it is true, it'll be okay. Right? True is true. Learn from yesterday. Live for today. Hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning. I like that quote. Hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Orlando, Florida. Hey, about Orlando, Florida, um, big shout out to that gang from Geekin' on WDW, Kurt Stone's gang, uh, uh, who are some fanatic Disney geeks, right? I made a call out to help with a with a project for my grandson called Flat Stanley, and I wanted somebody to take a picture of Flat Stanley somewhere in the Disney world, and uh, and somebody came through big. Amanda Held came through. Amanda Held came through big for me, and I certainly appreciate that, Amanda. Thank you to all those geeks, those Disney geeks down there that were willing to pitch in and help. And Amanda ended up taking Flat Stanley to Epcot Center. So that's very cool. So we're going to hear the weather in Orlando, Florida. We're going to talk about Saturday night's Garth Quake. Very interesting. And the often requested, very popular, much, much more. So for my friends in or near Orlando, Florida, you're going to see a high of 88 degrees today and a low of 71 with some rain early in the day today. Tomorrow, Wednesday, about the same, 90 and 70 with some rain early in the day. And Thursday, partly sunny skies with 94 and 72 for your high and low. So make it through today and tomorrow, and you got some beautiful weather coming, beautiful hot weather coming Thursday. Thank you so much for listening, Orlando, Florida. I certainly appreciate you, and I am grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 78 degrees and a low of 54 with some rain coming earlier today and probably some thunderstorms coming later in the day today tomorrow wednesday overcast skies 63 and 49 and thursday overcast skies 72 and 58 so 78 today 63 tomorrow and 72 on thursday so gloomy gloomy weather got the grandkids coming this weekend i thought it was this past weekend but it's not it's this coming weekend and uh two of my three grandkids are coming and we're going to hang out at king's island on saturday uh, so I hope that weather is nice. Looks like it's going to be rainy Saturday, but if the rain if the rain dies down by the time they get here, it'll be a perfect day because the crowds seem to thin out uh, if they think it's going to rain through the day. So 
beautiful weather. Hopefully some beautiful weather coming up this weekend, but we got some gloomy weather over the next few days. Today in 1903, Bing Crosby was born today. White Christmas. Uh, one of those, all those old-timey movies. Can't remember a single one of them now. My wife is a big fan of those movies. Not me so much. Uh, yeah, Bing Crosby was born today in 1903. He died today in 1977. Pete Seeger was born today in 1919. Great American folk singer. James Brown, jump back, kiss myself. <laughs> I, I do. I, I, I Never mind. I was going to do a James Brown impression, but I won't go there. Uh, James Brown, 1933. Uh, we lost James Brown in 2006. What can you say about James Brown? I mean, the great American icon, right? I mean, just fantastic. <laughs> great entertainer. Yep, James Brown, born today in 1933. Frankie Valley from Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons was born today in 1934. Ron Popeil was born today in 1935. We lost Ron Popeil last year in 2021. Do you know who Ron Popeil is? He's that guy, that infomercial guy from Popeil's Pocket Fisherman and uh, the Set It and Forget It Grill, indoor grill or, or oven or whatever it is. And all sorts of things. I mean, if you look up Ron Popeil and look at all the things, the little gadgety things that he invented and sold on TV. Uh, if you grew up in the 70s or 80s, you know, maybe even in the early 90s, you know who Ron Popeil is and you'll recognize him immediately. Born today in 1935, we lost Ron Popeil last year. And Christopher Cross was born today in 1951. Great singer, author's, Arthur's theme. Um, think of Laura sailing. All those great ballads. Yeah, Christopher Cross, born today in 1951. Today is National Foster Care Day, National Teacher Appreciation Day. It's National Chocolate Custard Day. Hmm, that sounds good, chocolate custard. I know there's a difference, and I know there's a difference in, in the way it's made, but custard is a lot smoother than ice cream, uh, but ice cream seems creamier. I'm not sure if I'm... I'm describing that very well, but any event, how is custard made versus how is ice cream made? I'll have to look that up sometime, but today is national custard day, uh, national Montana day. If you're from Montana, if you're, if you live in Montana, if you just have a general appreciation for Montana in any way whatsoever, celebrate national Montana day today. It's also national paranormal day. Go, uh, find yourself a ghost or a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot or, a, or whatever it might be or an alien and, and uh, wish them happy paranormal <laughs> paranormal day. <laughs> it's also National Raspberry Popover Day. How about that? That sounds that sounds pretty good. And of course, it's national. Of course, it's National Two Different Colored Shoes Day. So how about that National Two Different Colored Shoes Day? That was created by Arlene Kaiser, uh, Doctor Arlene Kaiser. Doctor Kaiser created this day to recognize and celebrate human diversity. According to Kaiser, the simple act of wearing two different colored shoes proclaims your individuality. By taking this positive risk, you can demonstrate your willingness to be different and show your appreciation for the unique people in your life. And if you want to learn more about National Two Different Colored Shoes Day, go to www.nationaltwodifferentcoloredshoesday.com. They have their own website. How about that? I have a funny story about wearing two different colored shoes. Uh, and you, I just, I just kind of gave away the end of the story, but here we go. So I'm at work several years back uh, over drinking 
drinking a cup of coffee with a friend of mine and he looks at me and we're standing there just just shooting the breeze chit chat morning chit chat and he looks at me and he says joe in about 10 seconds you're going to be really mad at yourself i said what are you talking about (laughs) and he says look down and i look down and i have two different colored shoes on see the thing is Almost every year, I buy two pair of shoes, one brown pair and one black pair. And on there, if I can, let's put it this way. If I can, I will buy the exact same shoe, just black, one black and one brown. Uh, if they have my size and stock on both colors, I, I'll do that. Uh, not always, but most years I buy two different colored shoes, uh, the exact same size and style and everything else. So that's, this was one of those years, right? That I had these two different colored shoes, but the exact same style. So I'm in a rush getting ready in the morning. And apparently those, it was dark enough in the room that I just slipped on the, the brown shoe on the left foot and the black shoe on the right foot and went on my day. Well, <laughs> in the morning, my friend pointed this out to me and I had two different colored shoes on. And the problem is, as soon as you realize something like that is going on, like two different colored shoes or whatever it might be, some some weird oddity, some weird thing about the way you're dressed or the way you look, you start to become very conscious of it. And my feet were on fire. I mean, on fire. And, and five minutes after finding out I had two different colored shoes on, <laughs> we have we have this thing. We had this thing at work called a stand up meeting every morning. And that's where people would stand up and kind of report out on the day and no surprises are going on, what's happening, so forth. Uh, Just kind of report to leadership what was going on and leaders can report to each other and department managers can report to each other. That's really what it's about, department managers to report to each other. No surprises. It was, I think it was called the no surprises meeting, in fact. Well, this was a stand-up meeting where you couldn't hide hide your feet underneath the table, right? (laughs) So I'm standing there trying to think of unique ways and creative ways to hide one of my feet. So, so nobody could see that I had two different colored shoes on. And, uh, I remember putting one foot behind kind of a pillar that was uh, a pillar that was behind, uh, that was in the room and maybe putting one foot behind the leg and so forth. Well, immediately after that meeting, uh, actually I called my wife, (laughs) the beautiful Karen and said, Hey, can you, I have a I have a pair of shoes in in my closet. One black. It's the this particular pair of shoes has one black and one brown. <laughs> and she brought me. I think she brought me the brown shoe. And there we go. There's my. T- That's how I. I don't know if it was on May third that this happened, but it was definitely summertime. I remember that two different colored shoes day. Celebrate two different colored shoes day today. Uh, I did it without without knowing it. On one day again, I don't think it was on May the third, of course, but there you go. There's my way of celebrating National Two Different Colored Shoes Day. But you know what? I, I kind of skipped over one thing here. Uh, National Teacher Appreciation Day. Today is National Teacher Appreciation Day, and I can understand why it's today. Uh, kind of the end of the school. It's coming, winding down to the end of the school year. Let's appreciate a teacher. Let's appreciate a teacher today. How about that? Well, I saw an article, you guys know I'm a big Garth Brooks fan, and I saw an article last night, and I thought, this has to, I have to talk about this one and read this story. I'm a big Garth Brooks fan, and we're, we're going to Garth's concert coming up here 
in uh, on the 14th. Uh, me, my wife, and my oldest daughter, we're all going. And down at Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio, here in the beautiful Queen City. But apparently, Garth just had a concert Saturday down at LSU in Louis in Louisiana and rocked the house. The fans there literally rocked the house. Here's the headline. 102,000 plus fans sing Calling Baton Rouge, which is a great Garth Brooks song, sing Calling Baton Rouge so loud at Garth Brooks concert, his Garth Brooks historic LSU concert, it caused an earthquake. Let me read that headline again. 102,000 plus fans sing Calling Baton Rouge so loud at Garth Brooks historic LSU concert, it caused an earthquake. This is from Music Mayhem Magazine. Dot com. Garth Brooks' performance of Calling Baton Rouge at Tiger Stadium on Saturday evening, April 30th, was so loud that a seismograph located in the Nicholson Building on Louisiana State University's campus reportedly recorded a small earthquake. Brooks' now historic performance of Calling Baton Rouge marks the first time in 24 years that Brooks got to play the tune in Tiger Stadium, which is home to the LSU Tigers football team. While the world-renowned country superstar performed the track, which has become the unofficial anthem for LSU fans at football games, the capacity crowd of over 100,000 roared the lyrics back to the hitmaker. The thunderous sing-along kicked into high gear immediately after fans heard the first chords of the iconic track's famous fiddling opening. Fiddle opening, excuse me. Fans sang the song so loud that they literally shook the stadium and caused a small earthquake, according to an on-campus seismograph. According to a tweet made by Cody Worsham, the chief brand officer for LSU, an LSU professor set up a seismograph machine for the show to see just how loudly and rowdy Garth Brooks got during his concert in Tiger Stadium. A seismometer, seismometer, is an instrument that responds to ground noises and shaking such as caused by earthquakes, volcanic eruptions, and explosions. LSU later confirmed that the seismograph did report a small earthquake during the performance of Calling Baton Rouge. Following the show, Brooks took to social media to gush over the show, which he said was unfreaking real <laughs> How about that? Tiger Stadium. At LSU, LSU's Tiger Stadium sang so loud that it caused a very small earthquake. One, one at least large enough to register on a seismograph. That is crazy. I've heard a similar story like that where crowds got, where like a football crowd or some sports crowd, maybe a soccer crowd got so loud that it registered on a local seismograph. So, wow, that is crazy. What is the loudest rock concert or loudest concert that you've ever been to. Um, I would say that when it comes to crowd participation, I don't think there's any doubt it's a Garth Brooks concert for me. And I've been to a lot of Garth Brooks concerts and I don't think there's any doubt that it's a Garth Brooks concert when it comes to crowd participation, crowd sing along so forth. But the loudest concert I've ever been to, gosh, it may have been, it had to be an 80s heavy metal concert, probably Judas Priest or Iron Maiden. I, I seem to remember, I, I, I seem to remember a an Iron Maiden concert where 
uh, a group called Kicks, uh, or yeah, Kicks. They did a song called Fast Way, and uh, the Scorpions. I think were there. I think the Scorpions were there. Mm, it was either the Scorpions or Rat, one of the two. And I and then Iron Maiden was the uh, was the headliner. I remember that count that concert being so loud that. I could not hear for, it seemed like a week. I mean, I literally could not hear. Everything was just mumbled and muffled. I, I may have done some hearing damage. Now my, I think my hearing's decent right now, but I may have done some damage to myself and hopefully that all healed up. But that would have to be the, lo- the, uh, the loudest concert I've ever been to when it came to the concert itself. But there's no doubt a Garth Brooks concert is the loudest fan participation concert. And this just goes to show that $102,000, 102,000 fans singing down at LSU caused an earthquake. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, let's wrap it up right there on that note. If you want to give me your thoughts on the show, I would certainly appreciate that. You can email me, email me, joe at the simple joe.com. Or send me a text at 513-399-6468. That's 513-399-6468. That is by far the uh, most popular way to get in touch with me. I love seeing your texts every week. And let me know what you think about the show. And I would love to see it regarding today's show. And if you just want to say hi, if you have nothing more to say to me than, hi, Joe, man, I'd love to hear from you. Puts gas in my tank. It really, really does. If you like listening to the show, do me a favor, share it with your friends on social media. Use the hashtag simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag simple Joe is my friend. I would certainly appreciate that. Hope you're making great memories this week. Garth concert coming up in a couple weeks for me. That's going to be a great memory. What kind of memories are you going to make this week? What kind of, what kind of stories are you going to give people close to you to tell decades from now, maybe generations from now, maybe this is the week that, that, you come up with that quirky phrase that's used forever in your family. Or maybe this is the week that that you do that funny dance and your kids or your grandkids will remember that dance forever and they'll want you to do that dance every time that, that they see you, huh? Make great memories because memories, remember this, memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Take care.